Welcome everyone to Merrimack College, the TSR Hockey warm-up show for October 20th. Merrimack gets set to take on Boston University. Time for our coaches' chat with the head coach of the Merrimack Warriors, Scott Borek. And uh, Scott, maybe we could look back uh, Saturday night down at Army. Uh, Warriors lose by a score of 3-2. to two. Uh, Kind of a rough start in that first period. Army scores three, a couple on the power play. But I thought you guys had a real sense of urgency in that third period. What were your thoughts as far as takeaways? You know, I thought that our team, um, I'm not really sure what happened in the first period. Uh, we played very loose, um, and they had obviously the two power play goals. Uh, I thought after that second period of the game evened out, and in the third period I thought we really played well. And um, one of the stats that was interesting in the game was in the first period we were to face us with 16-3 for them. Uh, so that's why we were chasing the puck. You know, that, that uh, I don't know if, uh, if we had... Um, enough urgency at the face-off dot or at the hash marks in the second and third period. Uh, the face-offs ended up 26 to 26. So we had the puck a lot more and um, and we played a lot better with it. And once we scored, it felt like we got a real sense of confidence. So you know we need to play a more confident offensive game. Uh, it's not something you can just tell someone to do. It's got to be earned. And I think that's what we've been trying to do in practice this week. Well, you out-attempted Army 61-38. Uh, you also had 24 shots blocked, so there were a lot of shots uh, going toward the net. Uh, what do you think was the specific key to success in that third period? I thought we got traffic. You know, you, you had, we've spent way too much time on the perimeter, and I think the difference in that, you know, both our goals were rebound goals. Both of them were right, right around the crease. Uh, when you're attempting that many shots and not having any luck, it usually means you're attempting shots from too far away and not getting second opportunities. And, uh, you know, I think it was not lost on our players that both of our goals were second opportunities. And, and that's something we need to really thrive on because that's just effort. That's not a skill. It just means you're working hard to get to the right ice. Uh, just in basketball rebounds matter and uh, same in hockey so uh, that has been the real focus this week is making sure we get inside ice uh, rebound ice uh, and give ourselves a chance to get goals in the second shot well, uh, Derek Petty and uh, Tyler Drevich uh, were banged up in that game, Scott. We noticed they're not going to be in the lineup tonight. And, uh, you know, as far as the lineup tonight, uh, you're rolling eight defensemen. Uh, was that a function of those injuries, or was it part of a specific plan? No, no, I wish it was a specific plan. Uh, it's just injuries. We have 11 healthy forwards tonight, um, and it's it's guys are banged up, guys are playing hard. And, you know, to their credit, uh, they, they wanted to play, um, and they were going to make every effort to play. And then uh, on Thursday, the trainer just said there's no way that they can really play and, and uh, defend themselves. A couple other guys have nagging injuries. Uh, nothing that I think is going to be long-term. Uh, the unfortunate thing in a game like this is that, you know, we have a number of guys who aren't available. But, um, you know, that's just that happens in a season. And the next guy up and the next guy, is that means there's an opportunity for some players who will play bigger minutes than they've played thus far. And that's a great chance for them. So I'm very curious as to how they respond. Well, Patrick Kramer picked up his first collegiate goal, Scott, on Saturday night. You know, he's been working hard for a long time. That goes back a year or two. And, uh, you know, it's uh, nice to see him finally get rewarded with that first goal. I was really happy for him because I think that it's been a weight on his shoulders. You know, I think he came to Merrimack uh, with some high expectations of being someone who added to the team offensively, and uh, it hadn't happened for him. And that happens to guys, and it is um, it is what it is. But I think a player like him who had so much offensive success before he got here, uh, he really starts to squeeze the stick, and he really has a hard time finishing great chances after that. Uh, that goal, you can just see by his reaction, it was like someone just took a piano off his back. He had a really good week of practice. I 
talked to him yesterday. I said, Patrick, if you if you practice like this the rest of the year, you're gonna have a really good year. You know, I was really pleased. I think um, his confidence shot up. And, you know, again, I said this earlier. You can't give someone confidence. They need to get it themselves, and then they need to feel it themselves. And I, I just feel like one goal kind of changed his outlook uh, on what his own expectations are of his game. And he had a great week of practice. I expect big things from him tonight. Well, Scott, tonight we take a look at BU as the Hockey East portion of the schedule opens up. These are the defending league champions, a lot of offensive talent, very strong on D, despite the fact Chad Chris won't play tonight. And uh, with Ottinger and goal, a very deep team. Uh, how do you break down the Terriers? Um, well, it's, it's, um, they're, they're loaded. I mean, just they have more... Um, first round picks uh then we have picks you know so uh they have a very skilled team a very good team uh i have a world of respect for all three of their coaches you know um this is a real good team coming into our building tonight one of the country's best uh what we need to take advantage of is they are young um and they're young and they're new to their program and they're kind of probably trying to find their way a little bit uh we need that's where we have to take advantage of it is that hey we're a little bit older um we can be a little bit more physical possibly um, you know, maybe we know our roots that we're trying to support and defend at a little bit better than they do, just because of experience. Um, and then, you know, we don't have to beat them five times. We need to beat them for 60 minutes. So the focus for us is going to be outworking them for for the first 20, and then take the game from there. Um, I think sometimes you play a team that's just this talented. You look at it, look at it like, oh my gosh, how are we going to win? And it's like you got to play them three times tonight. No, we're just playing them once. It's only 60 minutes. Uh, let's just try to beat them for 20, and then go for the next 20. Well, one of the interesting things you notice when you look at this BU team is how strong the defensive core is. Chris won't play tonight, but they've got a couple of good ones in uh, Fabro and Farrance. Farrance had four assists last weekend out in Minnesota, so uh, very, very strong on D. The great the thing about their defense is their mobility. Even their bigger guys, Kakasalo, you know, those guys can really skate. Um, and so, and, and Chad is a is a big time player, and he can skate very well, and is very involved in their offense. But you know, that's one another area that hopefully we can take a little advantage of. Is I think that all of their defensemen like to play offense. Uh, so if you reload, if you come back, if your effort's strong, uh, you might be able to get odd man rushes because they're going to ch- they're going to cheat the game a little bit offensively, um, just because they are talented enough to do that. And uh, if they do it, uh, and they do it with a little bit of inexperience, hopefully we can take advantage of that. That's kind of our thought process going in is, is that we need to take advantage of them, their offense and them trying to play offense too much of the time. If we do that, maybe we'll get some counter chances. And uh, Craig Pantano, Saturday night, Scott, he played 20 minutes. He went to Drew Vogler for the final 40. Uh, Drew, I, I thought, played very well. Uh, I was wondering about your goal tonight, but we noticed that uh, Craig's going to get the start again. Craig's going to get the start, and mainly because I didn't feel that you could have put those three goals on him. I mean, I thought our team played so poorly in front of him. He had played so well going into that game uh, that I just uh, I just thought he earned this start uh, really in the previous two starts. You know, one nothing, one nothing game, loses one, wins one. Um, you know, I was disappointed in the way we defended for him on, on that uh, Saturday night. So Drew did come back and play really well the next two periods. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, there was a time I was kicking around earlier this week of maybe playing them both. Um, 
at alternating them or uh, just trying to get them both ice time because uh, I don't know how many pellets are going to get thrown at us tonight. Uh, but they're both good and they're both you, know, you can get them both engaged. They can both help us win. And, um, and I thought Drew did a really good job in the second and third. And the good news from that Army game was I think we came out of that with two goalies uh, and I felt like we went into it with one. Um, and so I was really pleased for Drew and for our program moving forward because I think that he's going to be able to help us down the road. Uh, Scott, uh, lastly, I just wanted to uh, talk about the women's program for a moment. They had their first loss of the year down at BC last night, but a great start for the women, uh, 3-1-1. and uh, I wonder if you could just comment on the connect level between the men's and women's teams and the support that the men's team uh, has uh, for the women's team. Still a very uh, young uh, program here at Merrimack. Yeah, the interesting thing, and I, this is one thing I love about Merrimack, is I, I think uh, the men's teams at the women's games, when they can be, and I think vice versa, uh, we don't practice around each other. The women practice in the morning, so we don't see them as much. Uh, I've known Aaron Witten forever. Um, she worked at UNH, and I worked at UNH. Uh, Chris Hall, one of their assistants, I know really well as well. So uh, we've had a lot of contact with them as our staffs are concerned, uh, but our players really support them, and I know they support us as well, uh, which is fun. you know. And, and that's true, I think, at all sports here. You know, our guys are at the football game earlier this year. Um, they'll be at the field. They were at the field hockey game, I think, the other night. Um, this is a great athletic community, great community in general, but really a supportive athletic community. Uh, and that's a fun thing to be part of. And, I, and you know, it's more unique than it should be, um, but it's a great thing to be part of when you are. Scott, I want to thank you so much for your time. Good luck tonight. We'll talk to you out in Amherst Friday night. Thanks, John. Really appreciate it. All right, he's Scott Borek, the head coach of Merrimack Men's Hockey. When Mike Macknick and I return, we will have more on the TSR Hockey Warm-Up Show next. You're listening to Merrimack Warrior Hockey on the Merrimack Radio Sports Network.